1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum you walk him through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hidden Zoo, where every once in a while we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. Um, my name's Don, with me as always is Blake. I'm doing Foley for walking through the bushes. That's, How confusing uh, is that? Some, that's some classic Foley. I'm not freaking up. Oh, I need a glass of water now. It's kind of dry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not breaking up shredded wheat. I'm just eating goldfish crackers. Okay, now do Indiana Jones punches a Nazi. No, oh, you got to have a cabbage and a baseball bat. Just a leather glove and a sack of meat. Whatever. Got to have that big, the big slap noise. So, answers uh, in a box. Anyway, uh, we've been gone a long time because Blake was working on a movie called The Paper Tigers. Yes, uh, it's Kung... in theaters sometime, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Kung Fu comedy. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Kung Fu, which I learned. What's the difference? Is the is like Kung Fu? Because uh, Kung Fu is Chinese. It's just how they Romanized it. I think came out wrong. Oh, okay. I think is the explanation. So it's like Genghis Khan versus Genghis Khan sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. And fun treat about this film is that it was shopped around for, for some years, and it had interest from major studios, like $10 million interest from nice. studios. What happened? Uh, they wanted them. They're like, do we really need this many Asians in this Kung Fu movie? <laughs> I think we could do it with, like, two white guys and one Asian. <laughs> so the the creative team behind it, to their extreme credit, said, mm, I will do it just the ridge as originally planned. Yeah, how about fuck you? Like, two Asians and a black guy to just really say fuck you. If they had waited two more years, or, wh- how, like, whenever Master of Kung Fu, the Shang-Chi movie comes out, the... Marvel Shang-Chi movie, which is like all helms and starring Asians. They had just waited till after that because it's going to smash like every fucking Marvel movie. When you have to have a superhero movie to be like, yeah, women can make and, make and be in movies. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you can sell a movie that is 100% Asian. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, do you make that Paper Tigers movie? I want you to come around and we'll throw some money at you. Yeah, they tried to get as many crew as possible, too. But I like I wasn't the whitest person there. <laughs> close it's it good close, but but yeah representation is important it turns out mm-hmm. and so, also yeah, it turns out hollywood good. uh those liberal hollywood elites are fucking racist as hell exactly yeah when you think oh liberal hollywood like eh, only so much uh, no they're really a bunch of uh capitalists who really only care about the bottom line they're also old white men in suits that too you know, old white men in suits general as a general rule they suck yeah, not How always. Can market this Asian people. You know, <laughs> what 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 does that even mean? Well, we don't have any carotenes left to put in there, so. 
So uh, we we thought that since we've been gone, we're, I, we had like two shows. You did a movie, and then we did like two episodes, and then you went to another movie. Yeah. Um, and we've been gone for most of the summer. Maybe we try to cover some of the Bigfoot news that we missed. Also worked on a TV show real quick. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, yeah, you told me that. You like took a weekender. <laughs> To go do a I show. On my weekends, to, uh, on the weekends, I was working on Three Busy Debras. <laughs> that, which, which I cannot wait to see because it was without seeing any scripts. Because I was just doing swing set dressing, showing up, and they're like, all right, we got to move all this out of the way because this is going to be the purse door. And this is where the human sized purse goes. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> really? And then we were hanging up signs for Cartwheel Club. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. I, do you really have to ask? Yeah. Well, I guess there are two options. You could either be doing acrobatic cartwheels, or it's a club for you just bring a wheel from a cart. And then it was, so. Oh, here's all the lab equipment for where they go to get roided out for Cartwheel Club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing it's the, uh, the they're lifting lift heavy out. cartwheels. <laughs> Tearing them right off of the carts. I'm pretty excited to see it. <laughs> see it. Was, it was it just a pilot? Uh, a classroom full of electricity stuff, and there's also an electric chair in there. I don't know why. Wow. Well, because <laughs> it's electricity. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> Good. And, uh, like I go, I walk through because uh, we were setting up this other set, and I go walk through where they're shooting, and oh, there's someone just using a leaf blower to blow a tumbleweed around. There's just 40 people standing around watching this tumbleweed get blown down the, <laughs> down the sidewalk. <laughs> it's like, cool. Good, good. That's quality television. Special effects. That's a special effects. That's an effect. So they had... <laughs> they had to, like, blow the tumbleweed. Yeah, they had a, an effects guy I know was there, like, with a leaf blower. Just <laughs> all he was doing was just blowing the tumbleweed around. <laughs> I, I love how people don't know, like, they don't really know the difference between special effects and visual effects. And how, like, yeah, CGI is visual effects. Special effects is sometimes literally just a guy <laughs> with a leaf blower. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it all used to just be special effects. And then they yeah. had to make the distinction at some point. Yeah. Well, like, because everything used to be practical, right? It used to all be, yeah, it was either done in camera or it was done by just shooting a bunch of different elements and combining them mm -hmm. physically together in yeah. film. Like, there was no CGI in old Star Wars. You had to film the models and then make them look big. Yeah, yeah, and you had to film a bunch of plate shots and then optically mm -hmm. print them together. So you had to, like, run all the film through this big camera thing that then would photograph all the film layered together, mm -hmm. which is why things turn gray. Like, when Indiana Jones jumps out of the airplane... <laughs> he looks gray. He gets all gray because they saw it's been photographed a bunch of times, and you lose. It's like copying a copy of a copy. Mm -hmm. You lose that fidelity to the original image. Yeah, it's like the, the last clone in Multiplicity. <laughs> the he, one who's... The very stupid one. Likes pizza, Steve? Touch my peppy, Steve. I've only seen... I think I've seen that movie once, and I remember that. Yeah, because it's the best. I forget who I had watched that movie. You know, I had Julie and my our old roommate, Sean. My, my wife, Julie, and, and our old roommate, Sean, watched that movie. And they were like, this is going to be fucking dumb. Like, we had just signed up for Netflix when it first started. And I was like, ooh, they have Multiplicity on DVD. You ever seen that? No, it looks stupid. It's awesome. Let's watch it. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of slow until the broken one comes out. And then, oh, there we go. Now this is a film. <laughs> <laughs> What's 
what happened in Bigfoot while I was gone? Uh, 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 well, um, the FBI, the FBI released their Bigfoot files from the 70s. 22 pages of Bigfoot documentation via FOIA request. All the Nixon Bigfoot tapes? Oh, uh, yes. All the, all the tapes of Nixon when he was becoming Bigfoot. And saying when Bigfoot was saying anti-Semitic things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, and, and, Bigfoot yeah, and then, concerned about the Jews. And Bigfoot hanging out with Richard Nixon, or he is Richard Nixon. Bigfoot hanging out with Ronald Reagan, and Reagan <laughs> saying stuff that was too racist for Bigfoot oh, even. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all that. No, so this was a while ago. This is in, like, June or July, I think this came out. And, like, I follow a bunch of Bigfoot people on Twitter. And so this was, oh, FBI, Bigfoot, the FBI tested some hair, tested some Bigfoot hair. What happened? And it's the most anticlimactic fucking thing ever. The most interesting part of this is, so there's this Bigfoot dude. And the, the Bigfoot dude, oh, what's his name? Jay Cochran Jr. No, that's the FBI guy. Da, 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 da. Peter Byrne, director of the Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition. Writes the FBI in November of 1976 asking about, hey, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this one time you tested some hair for a Bigfoot, and I would like you to test some Bigfoot hair for us. And they just go back and forth for, like, 12 pages of this stuff saying, like, we don't know what you're talking about. Like, wait, what are you? No, you tested Bigfoot hair. Here's a newspaper clipping that I copied and sent to you that says that you tested Bigfoot hair. And so you get down to page 13. Uh, memorandum to Mr. McDermott. I don't know who that is. I don't care. Re-requested examination of identif unidentified hair from the Bigfoot Information Center and exhibition in the Dales, Oregon. The D-A-L-L-E-S. Is, -E is that it? Oh, the Dales? The Dales. The Dales? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's along the river before you get to Portland. So we, oh, is that where we threw rocks at a, at a train track? Around that area? After that. Okay, okay. But it, okay. Uh, but between between there and Portland. Yeah, that's a story for another day. Uh, this uh, reported a sample of reputed Sasquatch hair was analyzed by the FBI and found to belong to no known animal. Inasmuch as FBI laboratory experts had no records or recollection of such an examination, Dr. Steve Rice, editor of the Army Atlas, was telephonically contacted. <laughs> I didn't Tele pick that up when I skimmed it. It was contacted telephonically. Uh, in Seattle, Washington, after checking, Dr. Rice was unable to locate the source of the reported FBI hair examination. And it just goes, like, it describes the whole process. Basically, page 13 is describing all the pages previously to catch someone up on, yeah, this burn guy thinks that we, like, checked Bigfoot hair, and we fucking didn't. And he just keeps talking about it. But he did end up sending them, eventually, 15 hairs attached to a piece of skin that they could not identify at the Bigfoot Information Center. And so uh, uh, here we go. And here's here's what the Bigfoot people are very excited about. This is the letter uh, from Jay Cochran, assistant director of the FBI, on March 1st, 1977. Wait, February 24th, 1977. Yeah, February 24th, 1977. There are multiple date stamps on it. Dear Mr. Curtis some other guy involved in this whole thing. 
The hairs which you recently delivered to the FBI laboratory on behalf of the Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition have been examined by transmitted and incident light microscopy. The examination included a study of morphological characteristics such as root structure, medullary structure, and cuticle thickness in addition to scale casts. Also, the hairs were compared directly with hairs of known origin under a comparison microscope. It was concluded as a result of these examinations that the hairs are of deer family origin. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Shit. FBI looked at Bigfoot hairs, except they were deer, and that's the end of it. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Almost nailed you, Bigfoot. Oh, the FBI did this work for us. That's like when you find out that the like the Air Force and the whole UFO thing they've been coming out with lately. Like, yeah, of course they keep records of shit they don't know what it is in the sky. It's kind of their deal. Yeah. And I love how they're trying, like, I, I legitimately love this, that they're like, no, 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 they're not fucking UFOs. We call them, like, they unidentified aircraft or unknown aircraft or whatever. They're like, we have a name for them that does not imply aliens, dipshits. <laughs> Because we're not saying it's aliens. UFO doesn't mean alien. Yeah, but for you know, everyone thinks it does. I know it just means it's, it's, it just means yeah. we're not. We don't know what that. We is. know what it is. You can't make the jump, but yeah, very so, confident it's not aliens. Yeah, so the FBI did someone a favor and looked at these hairs and said they were deer hairs. And you can quibble and be like, like hair analysis without DNA testing is not very uh, valid, and it's not. But that's neither here nor there because. You're crowing that they looked at Bigfoot hairs, but the end of the story is they said they weren't Bigfoot hairs. Mm-hmm. And that's all you got to go on. They were deer. How did this make the news? Do you think 70s Mulder would just look like Ron Swanson? <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's, he's, he just looks like David Duchovny with a mustache. Okay. Yeah. And Scully would just be another Mulder because... Probably wouldn't have no, a woman. No, no women in the FBI. In 1970s FBI. No, J. Edgar Hoover won't let that happen. You just gotta wear it underneath. Yeah, you can't be an actual woman. You have to just be a closeted transvestite. Oh, also I, bigot. I'd, I'd want David Duchovny now, <laughs> like older, weary David Duchovny, just with kind of a salt and pepper mustache. Not, not young 30s David Duchovny. He's just sick of this shit. Sick of these people sending me deer hair. I want to find a real Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, and who would be his partner? Uh, well, let's would see. Get to play Dude Scully. Uh, Tom 70s, Wopat. 70s Dude Scully. Um, ooh, uh, um, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but like 1990 Burt Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Alive Burt Reynolds? No, it's corpse. It's the X Files. Oh, we'll just we'll just or like a hologram version. No, 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 no. It's it's. Uh, How are we gonna re- start re- doing that? Are we gonna start putting dead actors into stuff pretty soon? God, I hope not. Well, I guess we'll find out when we see Star Wars in December. Oh right. <laughs> Wait, they already did it. They put Peter <laughs> Cushing in Rogue One. Peter Cushing in. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's a Shit, done deal. It's already happening. <laughs> we are resurrecting the dead with our amazing visual effects. It looks pretty good. Oh, for fuck's sake! Right, seventies X Files. I'm, I'm in. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's exponentially more racist and sexist. Oh, they wouldn't have to. They wouldn't have to keep justifying why their cell phones don't work. <laughs> but they do have to have a meeting with Nixon at the end of every episode. Oh, we'd have to backdate it a little bit then. Yeah. Or, maybe, or oh no, Nixon's like the cigarette smoking man. 
Oh yeah, there we go. That's good. He, he's not yeah. the president, but he's just that the the lurker in the shadows. Yeah, but at, but and we, you keep him like half shadowed, so you can never like totally reveal. But he's like, <laughs> yeah. But you, you see the jowls and you see the outline of the nose and you hear the but voice. He's all backlit like a like a witness. <laughs> <laughs> he's just oh, I'm in the darkness. <laughs> and we're like, okay, uh, cigarette smoking man. Don't call me that. I'm the hoagie eating man. <laughs> you hoagie. Ah, seventies X Files. There we go. It's another pilot. And Deep Throat would just be really confusing because. Of... <laughs> well, we got to talk to Deep Throat, and it's just the actual guy. <laughs> He went to my college, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Either that or like, oh, we got to talk to Deep Throat, and they go to a porn set. <laughs> it's somebody from <laughs> the movie Deep Throat. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, but also great. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to add that one to the list. That that's a, that's a solid, That is a fucking solid Adult Swim 15-minute cartoon. Right there. 70s X-Files. You got to look up Deep Throat's name now. William Mark uh, Mark Felt. Mark Felt. Yeah, he went to U of I, so it was a big deal. Cool. He died, like, right after I got out of school. Oh, nice. Oh, 2008. I mean, not nice, but interesting. (laughs) Yeah. There's this fucking guy who exposed the second most corrupt president in the history of the country. He died. Cool. Uh, so what else happened in Bigfoot land? I went back for the third time in my life. I visited the, uh, Skunk Cape Research Headquarters. You've been three times? This is my third time. I went in 2011 and 2012 and now again in 2019. So it's been a solid minute. So you're like one punch car, like one punch away from a free visit, right? Uh, no, one punch away from a free squatch. <laughs> a free, I don't like a, the sound of that. It's a free Skunk Cape. I didn't see Dave Shealy. He was not in attendance this time, but they had just adopted a tiny little black kitten named Darwin. Cute. Uh, he was super cute. He was very, very purry, and he let everyone pet him. And then there was a jealous little chihuahua on the back counter named Charlie who didn't like it when you petted Darwin. So he would just get all... <laughs> but I didn't care. And I was kind of disappointed. Well, I, I was disappointed, and then I was sad. And I was disappointed because I so I bought some merchandise. Like, I bought a Skunk Ape t-shirt and a couple other things. But I really wanted to buy, because now I have a grown-up job, and I have some disposable income. I wanted to just waste money on Dave Shealy's uh, self-published Skunk Ape book with all of his hand-drawn art. And I asked the girl behind the counter, I was like, this weird question, maybe... Did you used to sell Dave Shealy's book? And she's like, oh, yeah, we still do. We're just sold out. So Sold out. Yeah. Seriously, she said, when we get him back in, you can order it online. So I haven't done that yet, but I'm going to. I, but I wanted to get, a, I wanted to get one uh, in person. So then me and my friends. Get it signed. What? Got to get it signed. I know. Hi. To Dawn. Remember that time I sprayed a dog with a hose? Good Can times. You personalize this and also draw a personal Bigfoot for me. Yeah, just draw one. Just draw a little, on there. Just a little squatch sketch. Squatch sketch. Sketch squatch. Squetch. Sket. No, that sounds like a sex thing. A really gross sex Squetch. thing. Uh, she squitched real hard. Ew. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. Now it's gross. Yeah. Um. So it was me and uh, two former guests of the show, uh, Jared and Alex, 
And, oh, okay. And uh, we, because Alex was at the time living in Florida, she's en route to moving to North Dakota, North Dakota, South Dakota, a Dakota. She's moving to a Dakota to a better job. So, but she gave us a cool tour of the Everglades because that's where she was working. Uh, yeah, I got to get way too close to a ten foot gator. Kick ass! Did yeah. You poke it? No, I didn't get that close. I had how, ev- how close I, is way too close. Uh, probably about six feet. Coming at it from behind, or like two feet away. No, not that close. No, according to the person who works at the Everglades, uh, closer than ten feet is way too close. So. <laughs> Yeah, one of them was almost blocking a path, and there was just, like, three families with 12 kids between them on that path. And Alex is like, oh, shit, I'm not on the clock right now, but I'm going to have to do something if they get eaten. <laughs> How big was that one? Uh, that was a good six, six-footer, seven-footer maybe. Not nearly as big. But, yeah, there's a big male along the side of the road, and we stopped to get a look at it, and I was getting closer and closer, and she's like, you want to back up now? You want to back up now? They're fast. Like, I fucking know they're fast. I just want to get close to it. <laughs> So anyway, we yeah, that was cool, but we we drove an hour just to go to the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters, and uh, I was I uh, the reason I got sad was because we paid our money to go see the animals, and there were much many fewer animals, and they weren't taken as good care of. There used to be a big ass albino Burmese, and we confirmed with the one guy who was working there that day that the Burmese had died. It was a very very old snake. There's a humongous boa constrictor that I, I think the the dude who was there last time told us weighed 350, 400 pounds. Huge. What? That's, they don't get that big. Well, it, whatever. It was fucking huge. It was just humongous. Oh, it, it is one of the biggest snakes I've ever seen in person. And uh, it was still there, still doing pretty well. Uh, the, uh, there's a big ass fat snapping turtle that was there. It was uh, alligator snapping turtle. Those things are just look like, they just look like Bowser, Bowser without hair. That's what they look like. It's crazy. They're yeah. awesome. Uh, but the guy, the crazy redneck who I have, I, I told a story on a previous episode of the show who, who used to work there and take care of the animals. The guy who would poke the snapping turtle in the nose to prove that it was so well fed, it wouldn't snap. And then always looked just a little disappointed that it didn't eat his finger off. Um, who just handed us alligators and was like, here, hold it. Don't you want to tape its mouth? Nah, just keep your hand away from its mouth. You'll be fine. All right, sweet. Yeah. He died. Uh, And there was a picture of him. It wasn't even like in memoriam Jethro, whatever the fuck his name was. I didn't, I met him twice, never picked up his name. Uh, There was just a picture of him. And so there's this dude with like a 70s porn stash walking around like, hey, what happened to the bald, the sweaty guy in the the tank top who would poke the turtle in the the face? Oh, he died a couple of years ago. Seriously? Oh, Oh, shit. Maximilian. (laughs) Yeah. Maximilian uh, Rockefeller III. Uh, Yeah. He died, and we were like, yeah, he was, he was fucking nuts. We were here twice before, and this guy was insane. And the guy's like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm surprised he didn't die fucking 20 years ago, all the shit he did. Like, apparently he was just hired to mow the lawns. He was, like, just a local crazy guy. And he started taking care of the animals, and he loved the animals, and the animals loved him. So he moved into that job in addition to mowing the lawns. And, uh, <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, sometimes he just hit himself in the head with a hammer just to show that he, he didn't feel pain. Like that, it didn't happen when we were there, but good to know. (laughs) 
hey, check this out. Two bits of gander. Whack. <laughs> well, that wasn't a good one. Just, they need to keep that one for free. You owe me a nickel. I'm not even bleeding. That don't count. That <laughs> don't count. Keep your money. Oh, so that made us a little sad because we actually really, really liked that guy. He was super nice. Obviously even crazier than we thought he was, but uh, he's dead now. And uh, rest in peace, crazy redneck guy from the Everglades. Man, I want to go to the – I haven't been to the Everglades. It's pretty sweet. Uh, there are – I was kind of freaking out, though, because it is fucking lousy with these three-and-a-half, four-inch long short-wing grasshopper things. Oh, okay. Big old big old grasshoppers? Yeah, but they don't – like, you know, regular grasshoppers, they have long enough wings to, you know, flutterfly. And these things don't. They just jump. They literally just jump around. And there were thousands of them, and I hate bugs, and I especially hate giant grasshoppers. I don't think South Florida is the spot for you, Dylan. Uh, no. Too many bugs. A lot of fucking bugs. Uh, I adopted a bird, too. At a, snakes? Uh, did I see? Oh, I saw the ones at the Skunk Ape headquarters. I saw a bunch of green iguanas. Oh, yes, yeah, running around. Uh, yeah, and we ran a couple of them over, because that's what the Florida requests that you do, because they're incredibly invasive right now. So... Yeah, if you see one on the road, you're supposed to try to hit it. It's like those crabs in Australia. You just, just kill it. Crabs. Yeah, there's some kind of invasive crab, and there are YouTube videos of when they're, <laughs> they're like, covering an entire highway because it's mating season, and they're going from the beach, not the beach, to the beach, and people are just, like, swerving all over the road to kill as many crabs as they can. One of the many invasive Australian species. So, yeah, that happened. It was cool to be back there again, but also sad. And uh, and I didn't get to see Dave Shealy again and ask about what what did the Indians tell you this year, Dave? So, yeah, that's I don't know if that counts as Bigfoot news. It's close. It's, it's the thing I did that's Bigfoot related. What uh, what what about what about the guy the people the people the video that like four people have sent me in the last couple of weeks because they know of your Bigfoot love yeah they know of my <laughs> I have a Bigfoot fetish I just shortened it yeah Don's got foot love yeah man what if Quentin Tarantino also had a Bigfoot fetish <laughs> once upon a time in the Cascades where it's just lots of long love did we already do this joke uh, like ten times yeah so. Oh, about about him about with Bigfoot though. Like, oh, I don't know if we've done that joke. We bring him up a lot. Sexy Bigfoot foot shots. <laughs> Dirty Bigfoot feet doing stuff. Uh, some kind of sixties sixties jam. Yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Because <laughs> you're you're picturing it and it's too much. It's really gross, and, uh, and I don't want to talk about that anymore. The thing about Bigfoot is we know him from the size of his feet, but I don't want to think about those feet. You oh, know, I don't know. It's how it's long like, do you think it, it would like, take every day to put Uma Thurman in Bigfoot feet? <laughs> you just get some spare Hobbit feet. We got some. Hey, we got a, hey Peter. Got, hey Peter, you have any of those Hobbit feet left? I got a semi trailer full of. Of Bigfoot feet from, or of Hobbit feet from Auckland. And I got a semi-hard on just thinking about it. <laughs> or Welling, Wellington from the Weta. Jeez. Yes, so here at Weta, we shipped a trailer load of old, of old Hobbit feet <laughs> to be in the Tarantino Bigfoot movie. This is my 10th movie. It's called I Like Bigfoot Feet. <laughs> You're not going to bury the lead at all this time, are you, Quentin? No, why bother? I'm retiring now. 
Oh, silly. Uh, so this, the other thing that happened, and people sent me this video, is a man from, and this is, everything about this is too on the nose. I think you said it best before we started recording. Uh, it's very on the nose. The man is from Hickory, North Carolina. Wait, does he have a silly accent? Let's find out. Here's the uh, local local news reporting on his encounter with three big feet. I bet there won't be any unusual grammar. As he was walking back to his truck. Then a rock was through. She chased it. I just kind of stopped, took the phone out, gazed the hill, kept looking. He's still up here. Not just one, he says three different Bigfoot Something. stared at him from the hill. This is just a snippet of 10 minutes of video Teak says he recorded. And by the way, if you haven't seen this video, it's worth watching because it's just some shit in the trees that doesn't even look like it's moving. Yeah, it's just the camera pointed at some trees. Yeah, there's there, maybe there's something behind the brush. I don't know. Okay, continue. He's moving. Just describe to me that moment, just emotionally, just... Like a school, a giddy school kid. This nervous heart beating, just... It was crazy. So... Yeah, and then a rock was through. Through. Did I ever show you some of the stuff that we made back in the day of uh, like Russell and I made this made a video of uh, of our our TV our local TV weatherman pretending he was a cryptid. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we did that where I'm like on a porch swing wearing like giant those plastic glasses you get from the eye doctor. Yeah. When eyes are dilated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing those, swinging on a porch swing, saying, I've seen it. I've seen the creature. <laughs> seen it. <laughs> so it's, like, you, yeah, we have the, the video of just the, like, the shaky cam of, mm -hmm. just, of just nothing. There it is. You see it? Ah, ah. And then, like, running around. It's just where you see absolutely nothing. <laughs> just, just once. Just once. I want an Oxford Dawn. To see a fucking Bigfoot. Like he's on vacation in Tennessee or somewhere. And then he gets on on the news for WKPZ. And they're like, what did what did you see? Uh, I was walking through your, your fine uh, national parks. And I did uh, spy with my eye a Sasquatch off in the brush. And it waved I, at me. I want Sidney Poitier, Bigfoot <laughs> hunter. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, is he still alive? I don't maybe. Well, let's find out cuz maybe I don't think so, but that wouldn't surprise me. Sydney Poitier. Air. Hey, call me Mr. Squatch. So I typed in uh Sidney Poitier cuz uh I can't type today, but thank you. Thank you. He is still Google. alive. Yeah, he's fucking 92. That'd be a See, I was like, I bet he's still around. Yeah, that would be a boss ass show. A fucking almost centenarian. Yes, yeah, damn right. I observed a Sasquatch. <laughs> I observed him many times. Up and down the hills he went. I don't, know if said anything like <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, it's not Sydney Point. Uh, well, I tried it earlier. It came out James Mason. It didn't come out James Mason that time. <laughs> I don't know oh. how I did it the first time, but. Oh, now now I want to do a YouTube series. The Squatch. I want to do a YouTube series. It's all old timey '30s newsreels, but it's about Bigfoot. I built this submarine to observe Sasquatch in his environment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's better. Yeah, just uh, still not great, but it's it's always some fucking hillbilly. <laughs> it's always some gullible hillbilly, and 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 
Okay, if it's not a quote-unquote professional cryptozoologist in a photographer vest and a fedora, it's a guy in overalls without a shirt under him. And another, to put the lie to this Bigfoot nonsense, that if there was a Bigfoot in North Carolina, one of these hillbillies would have caught it by now. Yeah. Because they would have built some kind of crazy Mad Max contraption and spent an entire weekend with their buddies catching big... And they would have fucking caught Bigfoot by now. Yeah, they would have built this amazing, ingenious thing and then sat around and talked shit about people going to school for, like, STEM. Yeah, exactly. Because all, <laughs> all that time that they're spent not learning the language very well or studying things, they've spent drinking beer and building shit in the woods. Yeah. And so they would have, like, welded up some kind of masterful Rube Goldberg bananas thing and attached it to a pickup truck, and they would have caught him years ago. Also, it makes moonshine. Woo! <laughs> Fermented Bigfoot? And they would have caught him. They'd be like, yeah, he doesn't taste very good. <laughs> we'll make some squash jerky, I'll tell you what. He left one for science. The other ones, eh, they were okay. <laughs> you know that Star Wars short story where they turn Greedo into ale? <laughs> no. Yeah. There's one of those tales from the most likely cantina where take you know, his corpse and render it into a beverage. Yeah, like we we hire like two of the mainline guys who write Star Wars novels, and then a bunch of C list sci fi authors who just really really want some money to write a story about this background character and his what what did he why was he at the Mos Eisley Cantina that day? And the bartender took Greedo's corpse and fermented it into the finest ale anybody had ever drunk at the Mos Eisley Cantina. Huh. So. Rodians are made of some kind of are made of some kind of wheat. Yeah, they're all yeast based. They're all yeast. That's what I want. They're yeah. all yeast. It's a yeast based life form. Yeah, <laughs> which is to say, uh, yeast is also a yeast based. Solo. Um, I'm so- gonna kill you and make you into booze. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a really bizarre threat. Yeah. But it, it, if I remember correctly, it ended with, like, the, ah, uh, but then he ran out of Greedo booze. What was he going to do now? Like, he was about oh. to turn into, a like, a whiskey serial killer. And then he got punched out by the Rancor Keeper. Oh. And the six-breasted dancing lady. Well, he had a story, too. They both had stories in Tales from Jabba's Palace. I know. That's why. <laughs> It upsets me that like, everything that was ever in front of a camera on Star Wars got its own tangential storyline yeah. nonsense. And, and I'm very happy that so very little of that garbage is in the like the current canon. Disney was just like, ah, fuck all that bullshit. Like, did you get the uh, the one shot comic that's done all about that frog that Jabba eats? <laughs> Yeah, the evolutionary history and how it ended up on Tatooine as a is it actually an invasive species. Its whole species profile and its yeah. home planet. Yeah, it's a, a fucking DNA fingerprint. Yeah, they're yeah. related to Jawas like everything else. Yeah, what is a Jawa? I don't know, because there was a story about that, and we still don't know. We don't know what's under the Tusken Raider either. Yep, it's just they're all the same thing. It's just one bigger fungus. <laughs> Tusken Raider is actually it's actually just a mummy. It's just a mummy. It's just because it, it, it's a desert, and they're really just mummies. That came back. Because <laughs> space mummy is a, a category of thing. Yeah, because, you know, like, they cut the tongue out of the mummy. Because you've seen the mummy. He didn't, he, yeah, he that's didn't have a tongue. They could make is because they don't have a tongue. And Luke just didn't know that all he needed was a cat, and it'd be cool. 
That's why Brendan Fraser doesn't didn't come back. Is they're like, you want to do a space mummy? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm sorry, it's already been done. It's called Star Wars. Yeah, it's very it's not very derivative, George. <laughs> we we can't do that again. Uh, uh, space vampires, space mummy, <laughs> space creature from the space lagoon. No, I want to I, I want to do some space horror because there's already what uh, didn't Wes Craven or he did Vampires of Mars? Who did Vampires of Mars? That was uh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. That's right. John Carpenter did that one. Not yet. The other the other guy who. Well, I would uh, as as a fan of not slasher movies, I don't think Wes Craven. He never made a movie I really enjoyed. Uh, John Carpenter made some fucking good movies. Yes, I 100 percent agree. And also, Vampires of Mars. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's an iced tea. Yeah, Isn't that one. I think so. You know, I was just I just had an argument with my roommate today about how like I said for sure Ice T has been a vampire. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't you right. think at some point Ice T was a vampire? And no, he was has not been a vampire. But he was he fought vampires though. He's been in movies with vampires. Wait, is he in the Vampires of Mars, right? Oh fuck, Ghosts of Mars. We're not even Ghosts right. Of Mars. Ghosts Shit, of right. Mars. That's what it is. That sounded that sounded completely correct. I know. Well, okay, it's just a it's the Mandela effect, really. I think Coolio was a vampire one time. I might be confusing that. One, two, three, four. Suck your blood out on the floor. That was bad. I don't know. That was pretty bad. That was real bad. <laughs> Terrible movie. It's, it's so very bad. bad. So bad. I, that was one one of those that I had not. I vaguely remembered from childhood that I remember some kids I hung out with. We're way into that movie. I watched it for the first time like two years ago. Did not yeah. like it. It is not good. No, it's very it's 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 bad. It's eighties bad. It's not good. Yeah. So no, uh, th- here's we got another one. We got our space our space horror monster franchise. Yeah, Universal yeah. Space Monsters. Yeah. No, we can't. No, no, we can't do Universal Space Monsters. They're gonna sue us. All right. Um, Wait, no. We can be like, no, no. We don't mean universal like your company. We mean like they're in the universe. universe. The universe of space monsters. The universe of space. Yeah. There we it's go. Just universal monsters. Yeah. Legally similar or similar to, but legally distinct from. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I have some more of my own Bigfoot news. I am actually going to a Bigfoot conference in a couple of weeks. Well, it's about time. Yes. Because I don't pro badge. Uh, what? Did you get your pro badge? No, because you can't. It's ten bucks at the door. You cannot pre-order tickets. Oh, there's no pro. There's no badges. No, but but their maybe, Facebook. Maybe you should make make a pro badge to wear. <laughs> Press. Make, make a lanyard with yeah with the with some kind of on it with you. <laughs> I'm just what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna I'm gonna dress in a suit with a fedora with a press pass tucked in the cap. Be like, hey, oh, no. we're here to talk about the Sasquatch, are we? <laughs> I'm here from the uh, news reporter daily uh, caller thing. Bigfoot, where is he? What where is he? Know? How big are his feet? <laughs> uh, where is the tamale? There's no way to be seen. So according to their Facebook page, because they don't actually have a website, a great lineup of speakers and vendors will be listed soon. Well, they're not, but I have another page for that. $10 admission at the door. Kids under 12 are free. Because it's you know it's a professional conference when kids under 12 are free. Oh, yeah. Pre-sale tickets now available. Oh, there are pre-sale tickets. But they're just tickets. Let me see. I missed that before. Uh, 
Table now available for vendors. Two to three spots available for speakers. Private message us for more info. (laughs) Shit. When is this? Uh, This is October 12th in Toledo, Ohio. That's pretty soon. The Toledo Bigfoot and Paranormal Conference. So message them that you're a legitimate Bigfoot speaker and then go up and just say, whatever you want. (laughs) I have seen Bigfoot's dick. And let me tell you, folks. Here's a drawing. This is not accurate. <laughs> I'm not a very good artist, but you get the I'm idea. I'm not a good artist, but I use this gentleman who he's the, the guy from uh, that that the uh, the short story guy. Yeah, him. What? Then the Bigfoot's dick. Uh, Chuck he's Tingle. Good. Use his drawings. <laughs> this is my Chuck Tingle cover. No, he said the best way to draw a Bigfoot stick is you put your hand, you spread your fingers out, and then you trace your fingers. You see, Bigfoot's <laughs> dick looks like a turkey is what I'm getting at. That's <laughs> five-finger dick punch. <laughs> Ow! Ooh. Although I guess that's most dick punches. You use the whole hand for them. That's a pretty sweet band. Yeah, five finger dick punch. That I am very, very tempted to like. No, just just message them honestly and just be like, yeah, me and my buddy, we do a podcast where we always talk about cryptozoology, and yeah, we make fun of it, but we have almost sixty episodes of talking about it. Can I do a panel that's like the other side? You can't argue with that volume. And by panel, I mean just me at a table making fun of Bigfoot for an hour. See if they heckle you. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but according to the research that me and my friend Blake, who isn't here, but he's also, he is in my podcast, his research that we have done. He is my friend. He lives in the Pacific Northwest, but he exists. Um, Bigfoot is also Richard Nixon, and Richard Nixon is also Batman. Yep. And my my proof will just be a picture I drew. I mean, not actual Batman, because there's obviously no actual Batman. No, no, he dresses as Batman. as Batman. It, 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 in as far as there is any Batman, Nixon Bigfoot is, in fact, Batman. A similar fashion to how I am dressed as Bigfoot right now. <laughs> oh, did you, not, did you not notice my costume? Did you? How many of you were fooled? Okay, admit it. Raise your hand. Oh, I knew it. It's a pretty good costume. I got a speaking got your your 30 minutes or whatever they allot you and just went up in a Bigfoot costume and mm-hmm. just made Bigfoot sounds. Oh my god, they do have their own website. It's just that you have to go from their Facebook page to the ticket page where they put the URL for the website 222paranormalpodcast.com That is apparently the people doing it. Okay, so if this paranormal podcast can do can, can do a Bigfoot conference in Toledo. Can we... How many episodes do they have? They have 100 episodes. <gasps> Listen on Apple Podcasts. Top high sounding culture. They have some good, some five-star reviews. So, like, um, can we, can we do a, can we do an anti-Bigfoot conference in Spokane or Indianapolis? Just a... <laughs> Because their website is, like, not great. Holiday. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, like, ours isn't great either, but, like, at least ours looks semi-professional. Theirs looks like GeoCities. Yuck. Yeah, <laughs> we're, like, Squarespace-designed cool shit, dudes. They are not paying us, so, no, we just use we'll Podbean. call our conference the Bigfoot Sasquatch Conference and call it the BS Conference. Yeah, baby. 
Bigfoot Sasquatch. Bullshit. Okay, according to Stitcher, they have 165 episodes. Hmm. Okay. I told you there's a new Spocast, right? Yeah, fuckers. That here locally in Spokane, somebody, you know, several years late to the game, mm-hmm. called their podcast Spocast. And the first sentence of the descriptor involved the word influencers. Hmm. So I threw up in my mouth a little bit. And then also giggled because Spocast, our old, Russell and I's old Spocast on Facebook, that's the page is still up. It keeps getting more hits. Keeps getting people liking it because they don't, <laughs> they're going to the wrong one. So, um, it two, makes me happy. 222 Paranormal Podcast has a YouTube channel and their most recent activity, they subscribe to the channel sixpackabs.com 40 plus. Oh. There's so, a lot of those. Yeah. A lot of yeah. those guys out there with yeah. their 40-plus six-pack abs. Uh, brother and sister duo Joe and Jen have been interested in all things paranormal since their childhood. We bring you our personal experiences, news from the paranormal world, and special guests. Books personal from our guests. Oh, they have their guests have self-published a lot of, uh, a lot of books. Um, I just I, – I, I would like to know, like, what's their listenership? It's probably bigger than ours. Almost everyone's bigger than ours. But – if if a relatively small time podcast can host a conference, we can do that. We totally can. Yeah. We just need to find a venue, like a free or very cheap venue. And then just send out fucking press releases, do it all up semi professional. People pick it up. Mm-hmm. It sounds Anti- fun. Our anti Bigfoot conference. Yeah. So maybe next year we go to that one in Nebraska that we talked about before. I really for sure want to do that. I'll try. When is it? I don't remember. We'll figure it out. If it's in the summertime, no. No, it's. I think it's in the springtime. Um, also, no, because then I'll be broke. <clears throat> um, so all my summertime money will have run out by then. <laughs> maybe, maybe two years from now we try to make our own, <laughs> our own <laughs> ridiculous Bigfoot conference. It would be pretty great. I don't know who we'd book for speakers other than us. I don't know. We could just make up some names. Yeah. Get, just hire some, not hire, but <laughs> get some, get some volunteers who <laughs> just call Bigfoot researchers. Yep. I have researched Bigfoot come to the conclusion that he sucks ass. And make up, uh, make up some biographies for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a whole. Whole just fake conference is contrived, you know, like Bigfoot. Yeah, five dollars at the door. So you'd have people calling out, like, "This is all made up." Like, oh yeah, like Bigfoot. Yeah, you got it's it. You the- you figured it out. <laughs> oh, you guys figured it out. There's no evidence for any of our Bigfoot credentials. Pretty pretty good I joke, like huh? Bigfoot. It's good and it's relevant. Get it? <laughs> See what we did? <laughs> <laughs> We're so clever. Okay, uh, I think that about does it. We're about 45 minutes. Sounds good. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about the time we were gone, except that hopefully, you know, we'll have uh, episodes coming out more regularly again for the, uh, now in the future. Recalibrate and yeah. climb on the, that rocket to popularity. And, oh, by the way, uh, you said you wanted to take a swipe at making the uh, the BARF team... Patch. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So the sooner we get that solidified, I wanna I actually wanna make some patches for the Barf team logo that I that I, I came up with one and then Blake's gonna work on it too. 
once it's finalized, I would like to make some patches, and then you and I can have a patch, and then, like, all of our guests will get a patch, and maybe we'll figure out a way to sell patches to anyone. I don't know. But it'll, it'll depend on the minimum order. Exactly. Well, I, I buy patches from a, a company here in town, and they're pretty inexpensive. Oh, good. Yeah, so um, I actually have a patch right. hookup. And, yeah, they're good. They make really nice ones for uh, my, my Explosions Incorporated stuff. Oh, good. Which, which, by the way, if you're listening now and you live in the greater Indianapolis area, I am a trained science educator and will blow stuff up for your education and entertainment. ExplosionsInc.com. Uh, it's one of my other things that I do. So, yeah, Bugs they, and Snakes has a website now. What does? Bugs and Snakes? Oh, you have a legit website? Yeah. Nice. Squarespace, baby. Oh, yeah, me too. Explosion Snakes also Squarespace. Remember, remember HTML? Yeah. No, no, I don't. Fuck that. <clears throat> we make it look nice with zero effort. Hey, is this easy to do? Yes. Does it look great? Sure does. Now we sound like every other podcast, and they're not I, even paying us. They're not. They but, should, well... But Squarespace is actually pretty – for what you get, it's reasonably priced. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, so, yeah, um, I also want to make that our new show logo since the, we're still slaving away with the old original that has Ryan's name on it. And he has oh, yeah. departed the show. So once we figure that out, we'll have a new logo and possibly some merchandise for the first time. Cool. All right, Blake. Um, let me – hold on. I'm going to queue up our exit music. Um, get some new exit music. I, I like our outro. I, I like I like our little th- this weird jazzy thing. So much more ragtime. I mean, but it's free. Yeah, it's ragtime. Okay. <laughs> find some more public domain. Yeah. Okay. I'll find some more public domain music we can use. Some more like Fallout Four radio music. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. So uh, everyone, thanks for listening. As usual, um, Blake, thanks for talking and uh remember everyone be excellent to each other that's right and and peace be with you (laughs) fuck off (laughs) (laughs) 